Yes, it's that time of the week again, and like a beautiful wine. I'm not comparing myself to a beautiful wine, because wine can be beautiful. I used to, well, I've just bought me in Becker a wine tasting. Interesting, considering I don't drink, so I, I think I'll have to drink that night. You can't not at a wine tasting, can you? You can't sit there and go, I'll have... I'll tell you what, instead of giving me four Argentinian red wines, I'll please have a Diet Coke, a Coke Zero, a Coke, and a Cherry Coke. And I will comment on all four flavours, like some sort of Sauvonnier. I've made that word up. It was like meant to be Somalia, I think. I'm not too sure. Or whatever you say. I don't know. I'm not a wine expert. I am a paranormal expert, even if I say so myself. How are you all doing? I hope you're all doing fantastically well. It is Monday, it is start of the week, and that's why we like to start the week the best way we can. And the best way we can think of doing so is by talking about the dead. Hooray! The dead, of course, who come back to life and terrorise the living, otherwise known as ghosts. So that's what we're going to do. We've got all the usual shenanigans going on, of course. We're going to go to Becca's Reddit Corner. Yes, we are. And this week, it is Reddit Corner. There's no mam's net involved. No, no, no. And I'm going to review something paranormal so you don't have to do it yourself because we're not insane. No, no. And I'm, of course, going to say thank you and sing to our wonderful Patreons. And that's what we're going to do right now. Now, when you sign up to Patreon, not only do I sing your name, yes, I do, me and this guitar... <laughs> told you it's there. Anyway, you also get access to hundreds of hours, and I'm being serious now, it's about 300 hours worth of content, genuinely, because you get two extra shows each and every week. Yes, a full hour's worth of shows per week, split into two half hours. One half hour, I just ramble. I ramble about eggs, I ramble about bacon. It's not all food rambles, you know. There are some about gardens, politics, anything that's in my mind at the time. And on a Sunday, me and Becca sit together and try and talk about the paranormal. I say try, because sometimes we fail, but sometimes we succeed. But either way, it's background detail for your ears whilst you go about your day-to-day -day tasks. Maybe, what was that? Why can't I say tasks? Can I? Let me check. Tasks. Yes, yes I can. Anyway, today we have to say a big thank you to Kiana Taylor, Ravenstone, Jenny and Tom, Catherine Bird and Ruin Lemieux. And this is capoed on the second because I know you've all went out and bought guitars and you're trying to play along. So this is in E minor, capoed on the second, okay? Let's begin. Kiana Taylor, Ravenstone, Jenny and Tom. Catherine Bird and Rinle Mew, they are keeping the lights on by shining up to Patreon. They're getting those extra shows, and I like to say thank you to those new patrons. That was a weak falsetto, Kevin. I know, Kevin. Thank you for pointing it out. Making me feel falsetto conscious. Anyway, I hope that you all enjoyed that tune. That is for you. Head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And now we are going to talk about ghosts. Well, not necessarily, but something paranormal. And we're going to review it. Yes, it is time to review something paranormal so that you don't have to review it for yourself. Because as we all know, that would be utter madness. Anyway, what are we reviewing this week? Well, we are reviewing none other than an audiobook. Ooh, 
yes, audiobooks are for people like me who fall asleep after reading three pages of an actual book that adults read. Anyway, this audiobook, I have been... I didn't know it was on Audible, which is... This is not an advert for Audible, but I didn't know it was on Audible. And I've literally, like, once every two months when I remember to, when I pass the Catholic shop, because we have a Catholic shop in Liverpool, as you do, um, I pop in and see if they've got this English-translated version of this book. The book's called... An exorcist explains the demonic, the antics of Satan and his army of fallen angels, right? To give it its full title. But it's written by the hand of Gabriel Amorth. Now, we've done enough talking on, on exorcists, blah, blah, blah. And I think two of the last, like, maybe five reviews I've done have been about films about the life of Father Gabriel Amorth. He was the Vatican's exorcist, and he's done hundreds of exorcisms and all this carry on. So this book's from his hand. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, not the Bible of exorcisms. Is that right? That right? I don't even know whether that's the right way to say it. But do you know what I mean? It's, it's from the horse's mouth, so to speak. And it was only available in Italian for ages. And I kept wanting the English translation. And the woman in the shop, I think, because I go in dressed in all black, um, I think she thinks I'm trying to conjure the devil. So she's like, no, we, no, we don't have it in. We, we, we can't get it in. And I'm like, and they're all, they're all nuns who work in there. And I'm like, are you sure? Can you look on your computer? And they've got like a BBC computer from the 80s. And they're like, no, I'll just type, 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 type search. No, no, no. I'm like, please. Anyway. Long story short, the English translated version is now available. It's been available. I should have just fucking checked Amazon. Anyway, but it's now on Audible. And I was so excited when I came across it. Now, I'm only four chapters in. It's six, well, it's five and a half hours long. I'm only four chapters in. And already I'm a bit sway about it. Now, the thing is with Gabriel Amorth, sorry, father Gabriel Amorth, now deceased, is that Towards the end of his life, he stopped caring so much about what people thought of his opinion. So he would just say things like, I don't care, the devil's in the, in the Vatican. I don't care, what are you going to do? And like um, the council of the Vatican would be like, yeah, he's right, what are we going to do? He's like really old, we can't sack him. Anyway, so there's quite a bit in here where you're like, mm, already only five chapters in, it's like, I see children wearing rock t-shirts and I try to sell them. No, you can't, don't listen to rock music. And, you know, we know he's very anti-yoga and very anti-Harry Potter. And so there's a bit where I'm like, come on, Gabby, get with it. But at the same time, it's a bit like, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a fanboy of yours. But anyway, I'll read you what it says about the book from the blurb or from the summary, if you will. It says, from Father Gabriel Amorth, the renowned exorcist of Rome, comes this powerful eye-opening book on the deadly antics of Satan and his fallen angels as well as spiritual remedies for each. Now that's interesting, isn't it? This book provides basic orientation in the dark phenomenology. Phenomenology? Phenom phenomenology. Yeah. I don't know. Succinctly explaining Catholic doctrine on the fallen angels and the innumerable manifestations. The many questions Father Amorth answers in this book include, and this is where I was like, yes, get in. Listen to this. Where does the evil one dwell? In the human body. Mmm, well, I think we all thought genitals, but I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, how does the devil appear and what does he look like? 
Well, we all want to know that. What are the powers that come from Satan? I mean, this sounds starts to sound a bit like selling points for the devil, really. What, sorry, do the sins of ancestors influence our life? Now, that's interesting because I've been discussing that in depth with a few fans of the dark paranormal about whether, you know, like, for example, if I do the Ouija board of high, summon up a devil, say, Abaddon, who, by the way, it turns out, is not a devil. He actually pushed Satan off the cloud, if you will. Yeah, turns out. Anyway, but if I summoned a devil and then I had kids and then their kids, would they be like, why am I seeing this horned guy running around the house? And why are my loins haunted? Um, addendum, that next bit, the last bit, sorry, that might be made up. I haven't got that far in my book. But you know me point, you know, kind of carry on down the hereditary line, so to speak. Where are we? How are spiritual evils contracted? So he's saying like a virus. Mm. What is the state of souls in purgatory? Interesting. Considering the Catholic Church done away with limbo, mm, is he just like, mm, I don't know, is he just rewording it as purgatory? I don't know. What is the role of the sacraments in fighting off temptation? When should, when should exorcisms and prayers of healing be performed? And what happens during an exorcism? Finally, what should you do when your family is being attacked by a demon? Ooh. Now, in all honesty, as I say, there's quite a bit already, just a few chapters in where I'm a bit like, I know you can say what you want, but get a bit, you know, no, sorry, anyone can read Harry Potter. If you honestly think reading Harry Potter is going to lead to a demonic infestation, then you're wrong. Um, and I'm sorry, I, I might have no right to say that. Do you know what I mean? I was an altar boy. He was in the Vatican. I think in terms of hierarchy, he wins. And he's also the chief exorcist, so maybe he does know his shit. But I would highly doubt reading The Philosopher's Fucking Stone will lead to the devil appearing in your basement. I think it would have more to do with maybe doing a Ouija board, asking the demon to come in, things like that. Not like reading about Voldemort. <gasps> Shit, I said Voldemort? Oh my God. But you know what I mean. Anyway, um, and the things about like, you know, they are wearing rock t-shirts and making the signs of the horn. And it's a bit like, yeah, it's what you do. Have you not seen Wayne's World, Father Gabriel Lamorth? But anyway, as I say, I'm not that far into it. but. For me, currently, it's two thumbs out, not up, not down, two thumbs out. And the reason it's two thumbs out is because I was going to always two thumbs this book because I've waited on it for time immemorial. Um, and it's now here in my ears, so to speak. Not in my hands. I would like a copy of it. I could buy a copy of it, you know what I mean? But I'd prefer it in my ears so I can actually digest it. But it's two thumbs out. I don't yet. And even, you know, if it goes on and it says things like, and if you eat chocolate, you'll raise the devil and you can't do anything good and you're all nasty, horrible bastards. And it's something I would normally completely disagree with because it's Gabriel Amorth. I'm still going to give it two thumbs out. Sorry. Um, but they're just not to the sky because you can't tell people what to read. You know what I mean? You can't do that. So it's, it's a very dubious two thumbs out. Not yet to the sky. I might end the book and go, oh, my fucking God. If you are infested, give me a shout. I know what to do. I've got all the tricks of the trade right here in my little audible backpack. But um, maybe I won't. So right now, a very trepidatious two thumbs out. They're not up, they're not down, they're just out. 
Hooray! It's time for my favourite part of the week, and it truly is. It's when we get to listen to your true paranormal experiences. Now, you'll recall last week we began to tell the tales that had been sent in from Alicia, and we're going to continue today with her second story. We will round off her trilogy next week. But for now, this is Alicia's second story, and it's called The TV. This story is from 2008-2009. I was renting a house with a boyfriend at the time. For his job, he cleaned out evicted homes so that the bank could put them up for sale. One day, he came home with a TV that was left behind and that his boss had said he could have it. He told me that he found the TV at the end of the driveway of the house. I thought, okay, we can put it on the dresser in our room so we can have a nice TV in our room. It was at the time a nice-slash-new-looking TV, but it didn't have a remote control. So it just sat on the dresser, and by the weekend we bought a universal remote. I'd say we had the TV about two weeks, when one night we were woken up by the TV, turning on and the volume being full blast. I, without my contacts or glasses on, couldn't see and in that moment couldn't find the remote to turn it off. I, once more awake with the loud volume, realised I'd left the remote on the dresser across the room, next to the TV. Why I put it there, I don't know. I found it, I turned it off, but I still put it down next to the TV, because half asleep and just trying to get rid of the loud volume, you're not really thinking straight. Only just get rid of the sound and go back to sleep, I was drifting off again when it turned on with full blast volume again. So I shut it off, went back to sleep and thought no more of the incident. Even by the time I was midday through work, I'd forgotten all about it. I got home that day before my boyfriend did. At the time, we had a dog and two cats, and we would close all the bedroom doors during the day because I didn't want them in the bedroom on the bed. When I got in the door... I heard some loud talking. I didn't know where it was coming from, so I greeted my pets and quickly looked around for where the sound could be coming from. I opened my bedroom door to find the TV on and again full blast with the volume. I thought, what the hell is going on? And who knows how long this has been like this? I got the remote, turned the volume down, and before turning the TV off... I realised it was on a Christian live church channel. Really, really weird. Something we wouldn't watch. I just turned it off and got changed, closed the door on my way back out to the living room. I told my boyfriend all about it when he got home. That night, I called my mum on the phone just to chat, and I was in my bedroom talking to her on the phone, sitting on my bed, and I happened to mention to her about the TV and I made a joke to say, I think it's possessed, and told her it's been turning on by itself and raising its volume, etc. While I was talking about the TV with her, it turned on right in front of my face. I freaked out and said to her, Oh my God! And she was like, What? I told her the TV had just turned on, and while I was watching, stunned, it proceeded to increase the volume. 
and scroll through the channels until it stopped on that Christian Live Church channel again, right in front of my face. I was so scared, but I didn't want my mum to be worried because she was only on the phone and couldn't see what was going on. So I tried to make a joke of it and said out loud, Okay, I get it. I know you're here. You can now turn the TV off. I was about to grab the remote when the TV turned off. I couldn't believe it. I told my mum the TV's just turned off. After I hung up with her, I unplugged the TV. I went to work the next day and told my friend about it and said I was going to have to get rid of it. He asked me if he could have it. I said, if you want it, you can, but I swear it's possessed. He said he didn't believe in all that stuff, and we made arrangements for him to stop by my house and pick it up that Sunday. The next Monday, at lunch, I sat with him, and I asked him how was the TV. He said he put it in the spare bedroom, but on the first night it was there, the TV in his bedroom turned on and woke him up in the middle of the night. I laughed and said, it didn't like that you put it in the spare room, so maybe it travelled through the electricity and reached your bedroom TV instead. He said, whatever, that's nonsense. Anyway, I didn't keep up with him or whatever happened with that TV. I was just glad to be rid of it. I'm always careful now when buying or receiving used things, and I won't go into antique stores at all. Alicia. Wow, Alicia, haunted items or indeed some sort of possessed item. Now, you know what's interesting? Um, within the book that I've just done um, a very small review on, the Gabriel Amorth book, sorry, Father, okay, he didn't spend nine years at preschool to become Mr. Gabriel Amorth. Anyway, um, Father Gabriel Amorth's book, he does mention very early on that any item can have a spirit attachment. Any item like a guitar plectrum, like a key ring, you know, it doesn't matter. So is the idea of a haunted TV so far-fetched? Well, apparently not. So there you go. We're going to complete the trio of stories that have been sent in by Alicia next week on next week's show. But right now, it is time to wipe our feet on the doormat of darkness, which leads down into the dirty... It's not dirty. Into the dirty... It's not dirty. Into the dark, it is dark. Disheveled, it's quite clean. Corner, which is owned by Becca and her demons of Reddit Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. Well, it is that wonderful time of the day of the show, should I say, where we take a visit into the compendium of delight and spook and horror and mystery and murder and mayhem and other M-words. That belongs to Becca. Hello. Welcome. It's Reddit Corner. Hello. Um, anything new to report? No. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Bye then. Yeah, um, no. Did... There was a little noise earlier this morning, actually. Oh. Not, yeah, not like... Um... So I was playing with the neighbour's cat, mm. with the wand, mm. right, because she wanted to go out and it was raining. Um, but when Becca says wand, it's a long stick with a, like a feather on the end. It's not like Harry Potter. Yeah, no, sorry, it's like a cat wand. So yeah, as a long stick with a string on and a, a, a feather toy attached yeah. to the other end of it so that, you, you know, you move it around. Yeah, she wanted to go out, but it was raining. So I was like, no, 
you get wet. She wouldn't like it when she She wouldn't like it. She does not like wet, but she doesn't understand. Maybe we need to take her out in the wet for her to understand she doesn't like wet. That can be a job for you. Okay. Um, Yeah, so anyway, so playing with it. And um, yeah, just like running around. But then there was a little noise from near the couch, oddly. I'm not sure what it was, but we both stopped and looked at it. And then she very casually like walks over and has a little look. And where were you at this point? Downstairs. It's playing here. Yeah, but like in re- if the- we're sat on the couch now, so in yeah. relation to where we're sat, where were you? I was stood up on the rug. So about with a- the wand. approximately two and a half feet away? Yeah. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so she went over, had a little look, um, like nothing then, then she went to the bottom of the stairs and wanted to continue to play, so we continued to play. What was the noise like? You know what it was like, oddly? It was. It sounded like... Um, like sometimes when we're playing, she grabs things like her nails, her little claws on the rug, you know, that kind of like... I don't know. A scratch? No, like that. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. No, not like a scratch. Like like when a claws pull against something. Like a pulling of fabric? Yeah. A bit like that, yeah. If you're any any noise in the background now, it's because obviously the kittens began to eat because you've seen us recording. Yeah, obviously. Um, Um, Yeah, I mean, it might have just been that. I don't know if something's reflected off or... Because I was having a look. Because you had a few stuff, a few things on the couch. Like, you had a 14 and that, like, left on the couch. A magazine. Yeah, Yeah, magazine. I don't know, but it was an odd... I don't know. It wasn't like a... a, Like a spooky or a weird... It was very much an everyday noise that we hear all the time in this. But I just couldn't quite pinpoint what it was. Yeah. Interesting that you both heard it and stopped and she came to investigate it. Yeah, but very casually. She wasn't like... Well, I don't think miss, she went and got I mean? a magnifying glass and like you know, rung her mates. No, you can tell when she's on high alert. Is what I mean. And right, she, yeah, yeah, she wasn't okay. on high alert. Interesting though. Yeah, she was just like, oh, what was that? And like very casually and slowly went over. Whereas as you know, when she's on high alert, she's like right over there, like a shot. So you know, she mm. was just kind of like had a little look I and mean, then very quickly lost interest. Speaking update wise, is there mm. anything else that's that like you've thought? Because you have been very busy. You know, you think you've restarted work again, and mm-hmm. you know your free time's very much. At a premium, so therefore you've mm-hmm. been, you know, seeing your mates, bottomless brunches, ooh, this one, ooh, yeah, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street here. Um, <laughs> but you know, so has there been anything that's like maybe slipped your mind to tell me in terms of stuff or your thoughts? I'm not telling Matt because you'll freak out. No, You're but smiling that, in a way. No, I'm is. smiling because if you ever, wherever to phrase it as asking someone if they're having an affair, that's how you do it, isn't it? Is there anything that's uh, slipped your mind to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a really loaded question. You know what? Weirdly, no. I mean, not, that was not on my agenda at all. I know, I know. I, I know it just sounded like it was. Um, no, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything that slipped my mind to tell you, no. No, just apart from that Freudian admission of an affair. <laughs> Just the way you phrase I'm it. paranormal, so, 100% yeah, I'm paranormal. No, I know, I was just saying, uh, generally, that phrasing sounds like... No, it doesn't. Like, it does. I, 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 I happily... Um, is there anything you haven't told me? I yeah, but it was in the context of the paranormal. How many people do you think have been caught up with the first by somebody going, do you think there's a ghost in this house? No, have you anything that ever happened to you? No. Is there, are you sure, is there nothing you're not telling me? No. What about sleeping with Linda, John? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't think that's ever happened. Oh, you're still obsessed, still obsessed with Linda and John. <laughs> Our old neighbours were called Linda and John. And I am obsessed with them. Anyway, none of this. Well, it was spooky until Linda and John got involved. Um, anyway, we are here to hear a paranormal tale from the annals of Reddit. Here to hear. And obviously, uh, because we're so professional, I don't pre-read these. I basically pick a story from Reddit that I think is an ample length. I pass it over to Becca. And um, Becca reads. So if you want to welcome us and 
do whatever you need to do. Thank you. And that is your story. Pass it over. Thank you very much. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. And with the neighbour's cat using a litter, because obviously she likes to get her... Leaves her. She likes to get her shit in. I don't mean literal shit. It's a wrestling term. Meaning when you have a match, do all all your good spots. Leave her be. But that's what she does whenever we record. Leave her be. Don't shame her. I'm not shaming her. She uses a litter when she needs to use a litter. Leave her be. Of course she does. Just so happens to be. Anyway. Welcome. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Thank you. The title of this story is called Shadow Man in My Yard. Good and cadence. And it is a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gathered there was a question mark okay. by the cadence. Well Good. done. Okay. Let's begin. Let's begin. This happened to me in May of 2019. What date of May does it say? If it said, I would have said, wouldn't I? Very true. It's just my dad and my birthday are in May, so it'd be, anyway. Not relevant, carry on. Completely irrelevant. As you were. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I remember May. <laughs> well, I might have been pissed and going through their backyard. It was all I'm saying. You know, there might be a perfectly Kevin rational explanation. This, this happened to me in May of 2019. Okay. I'm in my 30s. I have an open mind for the paranormal, but don't really believe in it and would definitely describe myself as someone rooted in a more scientific belief system. I, that's a Why are you... Piping up with all this. I have an open mind for the paranormal, but don't really believe in it. Yes, they don't actively believe in it, but they're open to be improved otherwise. Right, okay. Uh, sorry, just reads terribly. Could you pipe down? I will. I'm definitely not religious in any way. I live near Atlanta, GA, in a small town. I was getting ready to drive to work. My husband and I live in a ranch-style house with an attached garage. I went into the garage through the door that connects it to our living room and opened the garage door. I then opened the passenger side of my car and was putting all my stuff on the passenger seat. Lunch bag, water, jacket, etc. So I was leaning into the car. I suddenly caught a movement out of the corner of my eye through the back window of my car and as I look over, I catch a shadow figure walking past our garage and crossing our drive. There was no colour to it, just a black shadow, but it definitely looked like a man. Not a woman, not a child. My first thought was that my husband snuck out the front door to scare me he loves to jump out from behind corridor, fr- sorry, from behind corners and scares everybody. He sounds like a lark. <laughs> Thinking that I might get a chance to scare him, I sneak out of the garage and around the corner into our yard, but nobody's there. I even walk around the house and nobody's there. I was absolutely confused at that point and kept trying to explain this rationally, as in maybe a bird, bird flew past and my brain made it into a shadowy human figure. Fucking hell, what size of bird flies past and you're like, that was a shadow man? <laughs> maybe an eagle flew past. Yeah, maybe, a, what was it, a pterodactyl flew past. <laughs> I told my husband about it later that day and he confirmed he was definitely not out there. My husband, however, is someone who does believe in the paranormal and has had plenty of experiences. He has seen a shadowy figure in our yard and not just once. The house is not old and all previous owners are still alive and well. It was built in 1988. The land it was built on was very definitely an area very much involved in the Civil War. There was an important battle a little down the road. Native Americans were very active in our area as well. There are numerous grave sites nearby, but not on our property. I've never seen anything like this again since 2019, but I still think about this incident quite frequently. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting too that, like... um... You know, her husband, when she says her husband sees the paranormal quite often and has seen this apparent same figure several times, mm. and she's now seen it, mm. but she still doesn't give it credence, yeah. really. I mean, if she's seen it, like the shadow figure, and it was just a black shadow, like the shape of a man, but no colour to it or anything else, why would you think that's her husband? 
Well, I actually think it's a, think it's a bird. Does she know what a bird is? <laughs> no, but sometimes something catches your eye and you think it's something else, do you? Never, never paradolia. to that extent. Yes, paradolia could be anything. No, I'm sorry. A man is oh, generally between five and six feet. Sometimes over. But generally between five and six feet. Sometimes under. Sometimes under. But never 12 inches and in flight. <laughs> You know. Yeah, but you've got to think of perspective. Like, it could look like it was a man at the end of the drive when, in fact, it's a bird up closer to the garage. If I ever say the sentence, I thought you were coming in through the door the other day, but it was a robin. Put me in a hospital. <laughs> because there's clearly something wrong with my vision. Also, you know what's interesting? Why is it never a shadow woman? Is the sexism that we've, we've just, just gone uncovered here within the got paranormal world? Better things to do no. than be arsing around <laughs> being a shadow. It's like shadow man, hat man. It's all man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, stop being a tit. You, you know, know what? what? Men are tits. And I, 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 yeah, as a man myself, I, you know, you know, yeah, hands up. I mean, like, if one of us was going to be a shadow person, who would it be? Yeah. yeah. We're talking Obviously. about, I mean, out of the two of us, I'm the one who dressed as Father Christmas to surprise you. <laughs> and in turn, Terrified you. Traumatised um, me. Because she didn't expect me to be Father Christmas when only the two of us live in the flat. I, d- I didn't expect someone to be right by the front door at the bottom of the stairs when I walked in. I didn't expect it to be Father Christmas. And also, if you were going to dress as Father Christmas and surprise me, I would expect you to, like, move or say hi or do something worse when I walked in. You just stood still with your arms by your side staring out from under that hat. It dawned on me just as the key went in the door this was an awful idea and I didn't know what to do about it. <laughs> that was the worst thing you could do. Aside from highs, that was the worst you know, the thing you could do. Just stand you know, there waiting for me. You know, as an Went outsider, it? as an outsider, as anyone who, any neighbour of ours in that apartment that was looking through the people, the worst thing about that was you screamed and I dragged you in. <laughs> right? Yeah. I went, shh. <laughs> and then pointed out it was in fact me. <laughs> Linda and John would have been ashamed of you. <laughs> they really would have been ashamed of me. Dragging me in. Um, so yeah, I'll so unlock it. Um, there are comments on there, but the phone has locked. Mm-hmm. Um, so go on, okay. tell me some of the comments that are being added to this here story. So someone said shadows can be tricky at night. Even a large bug flying around can flash out a large shadow on the ground. Good the point. darkness plays tricks on the mind. That's a good point. Mm. Um, but then the person who posted it said it wasn't dark outside. It was in the morning and the sun was out and everything was clearly visible. Um, well, but clear I mean, if that you doesn't. Don't know if it's a bear or a man. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't take away from the point, which was you know shadows can play tricks on the mind. Yeah, it's a very very rational point. Yeah. Um, someone else has said maybe there's something unexplained there. In that case, if you see it going across the yard, I'd set up cameras. A shadow should show up on it. And your husband saw it more than once, so there's a good chance you might catch whatever it is and look at it more closely. Just hope it's not the grudge. Yeah, because things in weird, films often come weird, to light. Weird thing to add on the end there. Yeah. Um, she said, yes, we do have cameras around the house now, but I've never caught anything back then. We didn't. We'll definitely stay on the lookout. Um, someone said, I have seen a shadow man. It was at a time ago. Presumably a long, a long time ago, yeah. Um, we were experiencing poltergeist activity. I wasn't really open to such things then, and it scared the hell out of me. But now, many years later, I am open-minded, and I've had some other paranormal experiences. Vague enough. Am I vague vague. enough to be your man? Um, And someone else has said, I feel like our dimensions cross over periodically. Yeah, it's a cracking point. You know what? That would be one 
I mean, obviously, I don't know enough about it, mm. but I would genuinely think that could be one thing that could tie science and the paranormal together. Um, there is a belief that we're a, a split level across from another dimension. A split mm. level, and occasionally they will pass through. Mm. And that would be a ghost. That would be, And who knows what that would take. Maybe it would be a conversion of, of electricity, um, of gravity, of something we don't know, a force... We don't yet know, mm. but you know, you may fleet into somebody in a to, to another universe's existence in and out, and they'd be like, "Anyone seen that girl in rainbow boots walks around here?" Yeah, could Maybe. be. Never know. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, Becca, as ever, it's a fucking delight to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Um, anything you want to add before you say tatty bye? No, no, I don't think I have anything. But uh, just you know, thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. Mm, you went lower towards the end there. Anyway, um, and do join us if you're a Patreon this Sunday coming up. I found a belter of a book in a second-hand bookstore. Uh, you know I'm a big fan of 14 times. Well, I happen to find, and I'm grabbing it now, a book, 14 times issues 1 to 15. Say what? Yep, so the very first words written in 14 times, we're going to discuss that. Is that still the tagline? Which, yesterday's news tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Maybe that was the tagline when it started. I don't know. So here's last... Uh, no. No, now it's just the world of strange phenomena. Well, now we've already learned something. Yeah, they used to, the, there's, the tagline on the bottom of the book is yesterday's, yesterday's news, news tomorrow. tomorrow. There you go. So anyway, we're going to be discussing that on the Patreon. But in the meantime, thank you for letting us into your corner. You're very welcome. Tatty, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.